0: Can't get enough of
1: the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. It's working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
2: Very sexy robot.
1: Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga.
2: My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts.
1: Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, I got the virtual thumbs up from the Eddie Schizzeri. So here we go on a podcast on this Hump Day Wednesday. What's up, Al? Oh, hi there, Jerry. No, oh, hello. So I uh, listened
2: a little bit, well, not a little bit, two hours into a two-and-a-half-hour uh, Bruce Springsteen on with Howard Stern. Yeah. A couple of just quick, two quick things I wanted to share with you that uh, I was not aware of that he did mention. One. He,
1: he... listens to the warm-up show.
2: <laughs> Jerry, that would have been awesome. <laughs> uh, he does not listen to the warm-up show. No. He mentioned all these different places he lived also and never mentioned Bradley Beach yet. And that he okay. did live in Bradley Beach for a short time. I was hoping to get a Bradley Beach shout out, but Mm. he mentioned that at home he wears a hearing aid.
1: No, yeah. You know what? All those years on tour, loud music, I could see that. Yeah. He says he uh, wears a hearing aid at home and
2: he likes it. It helps him a lot because it was getting to the point where he wasn't hearing anything his wife would say. Which sounds lovely, by the way. Or didn't want to hear anything. Yeah, yeah. She's like, you're getting a hearing aid. Then he probably had to pretend he needed a hearing aid.
1: She probably had one, too. She probably won't hear from him, either. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So that was a funny moment, too, where Howard's like, you know, where Bruce is talking about growing up. And uh, as a musician and and people who had helped him out along the way and how important that was. And Howard said, you know, do you do a similar thing, you know, where you see a musician that you like and has promised that you take them under your wing? He goes, "Mm, no. (laughs) <laughs> Not at Very all. Very matter of fact like,
1: no. <laughs>
2: no, don't do that.
1: Did Howard ever take a young inspiring broadcaster under his wing? No. Okay. He did everybody. No, oh, perfect. Everyone was ripping him off. Yeah, I get it.
2: I get it. That's then, part of flattery, right? Uh yes, I guess so, yes. But he got to the point where you know some things like our friend Craig does in the afternoon, too, where everything can't be ripping you off. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, everything is in a rip-off. Other
1: people actually have ideas, too.
2: Yes, just because they're talking on the microphone doesn't mean they're ripping you off.
1: Right, and I totally understand. Yeah,
2: so uh, he was very big on that. But back then, I I was all in on, yes, everyone's ripping you off, Howard. You know, I was was hardcore into that. Uh, And then the second thing was when Bruce went to play a song that he normally does with his wife he said, "Oh, you know, because Howard asked him to play it. He goes, "Oh, you know, and he did play it, he said, but it it doesn't do justice you know without my without Patty on it. He said, But uh, Patty has a long memory and wouldn't come today. what does that mean? I mean, well, Howard used to trash, Bruce Springsteen,
1: oh, is that true Oh yeah, for oh, oh, I didn't know many that. years oh, that's funny, yeah, so how did Howard respond to that? Uh, he kind of uh, kind of uh it could, they kind of moved off it very quickly, hmm." But I how thought it was that? interesting. How did he... So, I, again, I didn't listen to Stern yeah. back in the day. So, how did he used to kill him? Just didn't like his music? Well, yeah, he hated anything that was
2: popular. Okay. You know, so, yeah, I remember he used to make People fun of hear everything. And make fun of the way he sang and make fun of all this stuff. And Bruce seemed to know that as well, but seemed to think like, ah, eh, that was back then. And, you know, they the, talked briefly about changing as an artist and how Howard has done that, how Bruce has done that, and... When people get mad at you, when your audience gets mad at you for that, oh, man, you, you know, you changed like, well, yeah, well, you didn't change. And
1: maybe there's something wrong with that, too. You know, so I kind of see both sides. Do you think if you ever got to a point, if you had a, if you had a ballpark and Bruce's worth got to be close to a billion dollars, right? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. If you ever got to a point where you were worth that kind of money and had that kind of success. And knew whether it was speaking engagements, whether it was doing live podcasts, whether it was, oh, you found your way in music all of a sudden at 53, whatever the case may be. And you found that your success either annoyed people, ticked people off, whatever the case may be. But because you were so successful, you became a target. Do you think you'd be the type that would, as Rob Sala would say, take receipt? Like, would you care? I don't think I would care. You'd probably just block it out, right? Yeah, I would, probably, I would hope that I could just move on from it. Because that's interesting to me that she would not go because of something that might have been said, or even if it was constant, that might have been 30 years ago, 20 years right. ago. And it's like, eh, does it really matter at the end of the day?
2: Yeah, unless he said something really particularly nasty that she remembers.
1: Well, and that could maybe he went after their sex life or who knows? That's possible.
2: Or maybe her personally, what she looked sure. like
1: or what whatever it was. That And that's different. But I was thinking more if it was just about Bruce and his music and, you know, whatever. But it's interesting. But he has really, I mean,
2: listen, Howard Stern has really changed. The only thing that's weird about these interviews that Howard does is he really takes the approach of, like, therapist. Mm. Which sounds so weird since I was like, Bruce, now, you never got the love from your father. And how did that, now, and does that mean that you felt that you couldn't give love to a woman, oh, God. it's like it's a lot of that. And sometimes when he tries to force it in there, where the person's like, "No, I didn't." Not never working. felt that way, right? No, but you got. Listen, you got to be honest. When you when you have a father who's telling you you're never going to amount to anything, in some way that's got to hurt you as in a relationship, as an adult. And sometimes people go hook, line, and sinker for it, and sometimes they don't. But it's funny when he just keeps like pushing that aspect of it.
1: I like when you get the. No, not really. No. <laughs> what do you got next? <laughs> yeah. What else you got? Yeah. Well, he goes right. He sees a therapist every week. Uh, both of them do. Yeah. Oh, Bruce. Do Bruce too? Yeah. Huh? So
2: they did talk about that, which I did find interesting. Okay. It was uh really interesting about when he started going to a therapist, and Howard always talked about going to a therapist. Yeah.
1: Why? I can see in Howard's situation he's had a lot gone on. Yeah. Why in Bruce if they talked about it? What was it in his life that made him start seeking help?
2: Uh, He had said, you know, he was writing all these songs about... He was writing all these songs about being... He had different characters in his songs, men, and they were guys he wanted to be, and he wasn't getting there, and he was already like 32, 33, and he had success already, and so what was keeping him from becoming a relationship type guy and that sort oh. of thing
1: okay that's interesting so, yeah. so he's been seeing a therapist for 30 years uh this was yeah this wow.
2: he said he went when he was 32
1: and i by the way i am not in any way shape or form making fun of it but there are like i sit there and say i i should be going to someone yeah you almost wonder it's just like good to talk i guess right It seems yeah, like I it's the so. thing to do
2: yeah and bruce said you know he 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 wasn't really close with a lot of people to be having conversations with so
1: right I guess it's your wife or nobody. Right. And at thirty two he wasn't married, right? He was not married. So I right, that makes sense. Yeah. And then he actually got married for a few years in that
2: time frame. And then still went to therapy. Yeah.
1: Hmm. How about that?
2: Yeah. It was interesting. So it's pretty good. I'm uh two hours into a two and a half hour thing. And so then you even... re
1: signed up at Sirius for this.
2: Yeah, I already had I had um I had downgraded my Sirius down to just streaming music only. Right. Just streaming and just music, I upgraded it to just streaming the music and the other stuff. So it's everything. Got it. But just streaming because I want I you know with using that serious app you can download the interviews so they're not using any data. Not that, oh, I, that's even think cool. that I didn't know that anymore. Yeah, you can you can do that. So yeah. I even downloaded two because I know Baba Booey is a big Bruce Springsteen fan. Right. And Baba Booey does the wrap up show afterwards. Okay, So I even downloaded the Baba Booey episode after, just so I could get even more people talking about Bruce Springsteen.
1: Well, oh, you are a Bruce fan.
2: I can't get enough, Jerry. Look at you.
1: Why don't you try and get him on? Uh, Although that would be one where it would annoy you if they're doing the interview and you're not. Yeah. That's true.
2: Okay. Yeah, there were even some things Howard Stern was asking that was annoying me because they're, they're pretty basic things known about Bruce Springsteen.
1: Okay. Like, well, give me one. I example. can't even
2: remember, but there were things that, like Howard, what really into Bruce bingstein after reading his book, and there were things that were v- covered very heavily in the book. Got it. Okay. So I was like, oh, if he
0: read the book, he would know these
1: answers. Right, 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 right. Okay. But that happens. Got it.
0: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential, and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love.
2: Uh, What else do I have here, Jerry? Oh, in Point Pleasant, New Jersey, which is uh, where you used to live, I think. Uh, well, I used the town over. I was in Brick. You were in Brick. Okay. But in Point Pleasant, New Jersey, I see, th- you know, you've got a lot of ducks and swans and things in, sure. in uh, little lakes and ponds and things all over New Jersey. Down in uh, Point Pleasant at a, at, a, at a large lake where uh, there's a lot of birds and all this stuff, they've got an outbreak of the bird flu.
1: Oh come on!
2: Yeah, and and they don't. All of a sudden, one day, like thirteen geese died, and at first they thought there was like some foul play, like somebody was killing the geese or the swans. Yeah, they're the swans, the geese, and the ducks. But yeah, they're telling people to stay away from the lake. What's next? This is
1: unbelievable.
2: Well, they said passing from human from bird to human is does not happen a lot, but it is possible.
1: How is it possible?
2: I don't know. So out of an abundance of caution, they want people to stay away from the lake. But I got birds by me like that, and me and the dog are
1: always walking there, and now my dog's very sick. I wonder if she has bird flu. I hope not. And I'll tell you, since you're close to Point Pleasant, don't be sucking face with any birds. Yeah, I guess you can't make out with birds anymore. No. Oh, my God. Well, I would think the birds, they
2: uh, they probably fly from Point Pleasant to Bradley Beach. Why wouldn't they?
1: And Atlantic City all the way up to Jersey City.
2: Right, so... If they're spreading their bird flu, all over the place, boy, you got to be dog careful, yours,
1: man. I can't believe it's got diarrhea again.
2: Yeah, so last night, yesterday, I went home and there was diarrhea on the rug again. Oh, uh, is so, this the
1: one you just cleaned? Yeah. Okay, awesome.
2: I just cleaned it again. Right. Uh, and then this morning, you know, when they're sick, you're supposed to. Like, she's been sick for a week, and then for like two of the days, she got back to normal. So I thought she had got out of whatever funk she was in, and then. Right back into it. Ugh. I did call the vet yesterday. She was she's in today, so I'm, I'm looking for a call back from her today. All right. Although I don't know what you do. Like the dog has diarrhea and is vomiting. Like ah. they give him Pepto Bismol. Yeah. Like it's one thing. Like if your dog breaks its leg, you take it to the vet. But what are you taking a dog to a vet who? Who's well, just maybe not feeling good to
1: make sure. I don't know. I was going to say to make sure it's not something that can be treated with an antibiotic. Maybe they will have some sort of bacterial yeah. situation going on? I don't know. I, I, that's a good question. I don't know.
2: I do think I'll have to end up bringing like a poop sample to the vet. Oh. Yeah.
1: That's Which terrible.
2: is really weird of bringing that up to the counter at the vet. So, I mean, they they handle it all day long, but that's weird.
1: I know it is. I Trust me. I do it with the cats all the time. I got to take them in December for their uh, annual checkup. You bring cat poop in? Yeah. Put it in a brown bag. Now, it's easy because they go in the litter box. Yeah. So, it's a piece of cake to get it. But you're walking in with a brown bag that's not a sandwich, it's poop. Yeah. Here you go, here's my cat's poop.
2: I do a thing where I bring in my dog's poop, but first of all, people always, they always say you only need a small piece. Yeah. And people bring in probably the whole dump. Yeah. I I put it in whatever, like, the green bag I would normally pick it up with. Yeah, yeah. And then I put it, it like, I tie up that green bag, and then I put it into a Ziploc bag.
1: You don't cut it up or anything? Cut up the poop?
2: I do not. I do not. Just but it's kidding. weird to bring that. You're right. You bring that in the vet and hand it to somebody.
1: Yeah. But, they, but they're poop. used to it. That's what they're there for. Here's my dog's poop. Check I it is, out if she has worms. I wonder what. Well, yeah, I guess and that that's what they're looking for. Yeah. I was going to say why the blood work's not enough. But in that case, that is probably what they're looking for. And they need to see it. It's funny you mentioned. Well, not funny. But the fact that you mentioned this, because when I went to the doctor Friday, they've got the pamphlets all over the place for Cologuard. Yes. I got to tell you, I'm not doing it. But it is tempting when you look at the pamphlet. Yeah. It's like, what am I going through the whole rigmarole of the drink and the pills or whatever and got to spend the whole day in the bathroom? And it's like, if you think about it, for real, if you think about it, you're doing numerous disgusting acts to get through the night, albeit into a toilet bowl. I get it. But sometimes that toilet bowl is pretty nasty because of the extent of what's happening all night long. Mm Mm-hmm. As opposed to one disgusting event and get it out of there.
2: Right. No, I understand. And, and they say, this is the thing I don't like about it. So I am considered high-risk uh, colon cancer. Yes. Because my sister had it. Uh, my grandfather had it. Like, it's in my family. Right. And I'm now 53. But it says, the cola guard says, not for high-risk patients. It detects 93% of cancers. That's pretty good. That's great. I, I feel think... like I can roll the dice on that, even yeah. by being high risk. I wonder why they would say that. I think because I don't know. It's a good question because really, cause... what it's doing is it detects blood, correct? I think so. Yeah, I believe that's what it does.
1: Yeah, I, again, we're kind of speaking a little out of school because I am not sure. Yeah, I don't give bad medical advice. I don't know, but I, I would think if it's picking up ninety three percent, I mean, is the colonoscopy hundred percent? Is anything 100%? No, but what the colonoscopy does is when they
2: see polyps, they, they take a sample of it That's and then true. test
1: that. I remember Tony Page one time had a colonoscopy, came back, and he had precancerous polyps. And he came back and said, man, when you turn 50, you better go get your colonoscopy. Don't fool around with this stuff. Hmm. I said, yeah, I got gotcha. you. And at that point, I already had one. so Yeah, yeah I, I know I'm due one. again. I got to. I gotta
2: go. But I feel like just pooping in that box and putting it in the mail. You're not gonna poop in the box. <laughs> but you need to put the
1: poop in the box, right? And not the whole poop. Again, it's just a small portion. Yeah, you of just poop. get the knife and the fork, and you Ugh. just. I know, dude. I know. So disgusting. Yes. I'm. You know, what's so 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 funny about it, though. It is. There's no question. As a matter of fact, it makes my my stomach turn. Sure. Yet, when you have a child, you spend at least eighteen months. Changing their disgusting diapers. Yeah, and for whatever reason, meh, it doesn't fa It really does not phase you. Yeah. I guess because they're helpless and yeah. they're yours. I don't know. It, yeah, I, I, I have a similar
2: thing with the dog. Even like I have no problem picking up the dog poop,
1: but yet yours, the idea to get a small oh little God. sample makes you want to throw up.
2: That sounds the worst. And like picking up dog stuff on my carpet makes me want to vomit Oh, because you're indoors and the smell is right there and it's yeah. so disgusting and it's sitting there for hours Oh I'm like yeah like god knows when she did that yesterday oh so then this morning so yeah this is what I was saying so I did that with the dog so I give the dog uh, when she's feeling sick they say give the dog uh, rice and uh, chicken okay which I do and she loves rice and chicken I gave her rice and chicken before I left as I'm walking out the door, she goes, <laughs> "All the rice and chicken came up." <laughs> oh no! It was barely in her stomach because I had just given it to her,
1: oh, and I the... grabbed
2: my backpack. You know, I, the, I grabbed my keys, grabbed my coffee, and then, Whoa.
1: "Dude, there's something going on in there." Yeah, there's something going on with this dog. Yeah, well, the poor thing. She probably got a bug in her. I don't yeah. mean like a bug. I mean like a little flu bug or something. Yeah, flu bug. Bird flu.
2: My dog's my got a bird flu. Now she right. doesn't eat goose poop, which some animals do.
1: Ugh. All right. Which is disgusting. Well, these animals, man. I'm I'm happy I kept my two cats never leave the house. I did see the fox again this morning too, which was weird. What did the fox say, Al? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. The foxes are back, huh? Yeah. And it just stares at you. Yeah, that's creepy. I'm sorry.
2: It, right, it's like three o'clock in the morning and there's a fox looking at you.
1: I love that you don't even care. Well,
2: uh, prior, you know, a couple of months ago, you know, when when the foxes first started showing up when I I moved there, uh, people were writing, oh, don't be afraid of the foxes. They are harmless. They are afraid of you, all these things, right? So when I would see the fox, I would not care. But the fox is interesting. Like, if it sees you, uh, it will... Like, if, if if you're on a street and you make, and that you're on the street the fox is on and you make a right, you're walking and you make a right onto the other street, if you look back, the fox is now at the corner of the street looking at you again. Really? Yeah. Like, it's checking you out. I don't know if it's checking out my dog or what, but that's what it did this morning. But since then, I've seen videos online of, like, a rabid fox attacking a woman for no reason.
1: Oh, great. <laughs> What do you do if a fox attacks you?
2: This woman, all she could do, Jerry, was kick the fox. She kicked it and kicked it. It ran away, then came back at her again. She kicked it and kicked it. And then I think a neighbor had to come over and help her oh on the God. one video
1: I saw. Dude, this sounds terrible.
2: Right. So that's I was like, is this the harmless fox that I shouldn't be worried about? Or is this the fox that's going to attack me if I, if I turn my back on it as I head to the street?
1: You uh, have that stun gun with you? No. So you just walk with the dog with nothing?
2: I have pepper spray.
1: Is that gonna work, or is the pepper? Is the fox gonna laugh it off? Uh,
2: that's a good question because I, I one time on one of these programs, I was talking about carrying my pepper spray. About like I was worried about like let's say I get attacked by a dog. Yeah, and a police officer called me off the air and said, sometimes when you spray a dog in the face with pepper spray, it gets more enraged. Right, and like. <laughs> do- it's, it's defending itself it doesn't get bothered
1: by it it will go after you more so i was oh like oh god. great yeah i would get that stun gun out again
2: yeah <laughs> although
1: i know it's illegal that's the problem <laughs> me stun gunning
2: a fox <laughs> well what are you gonna do <clears throat> i don't know i would hope my dog would be able to beat it up I'm not the way it's feeling i don't know about that. yeah it's true my sick dog
1: right boy I, and you're going out there at two o'clock every night. yeah oh it's wild out there jerry my god i, I oh, that's terrible
2: what do you think of this? One of the homes, you know, I love passing by uh, a home in my neighborhood when it's dark out and they have the lights on and, a, and, like, a window open. I like to see what's going on in people's houses. And you see people having sex. I've never seen anyone having sex. <laughs> but I did walk by someone's house yesterday, full uh, Christmas display.
1: Oh, already, huh? The tree is up. The stockings are hung. It's a bit early. It is early, right? It's early. Yeah. I mean, we do. We always do the Friday after Thanksgiving. So the very next day. Yeah, that Thanksgiving sounds great. Is, yeah, and then you get a full month of the Christmas feel in the house. Um, I've never gone early. I've never done that earlier than Thanksgiving. But I will tell you, there's a house around the corner from us. They put their lights. I don't know about the inside, but they did put their Christmas lights on outside already, hmm. which I thought, again, early. At early. least get past Halloween, for Christ's sake. Yes. But I mean, you know what? Christmas has gotten so expensive. And time flies by so quickly. There's part of me that says, you know what? Enjoy the hell out of the two months. Right. Especially if you're one of those, there are certain people that are really into Christmas. Yeah. I love it. The way they are into Mickey and and Disney World and stuff like that. So I'm not criticizing. I just I personally don't like the the speed-up mentality of the season. Yes, I agree. It feels too early right now. But if you're into it, I always fascinates me how, especially with the way it's been warmer later, and even this week, we're talking, I think today's going to be 70. Yeah, definitely it, it, mid to high 60s for sure. And I think different from when we were kids. But the fact that like, you get through Labor Day, like I closed my pool Labor Day weekend. Think about that. And the weather has, for the most part, aside from some little rain events, as you would call them, for a few days, the weather's been relatively warm, not 80s, but it hasn't really been cold yet. And it's like, you feel like you go from summer and it's, you know, like a, like a, like a warm fall. And then all of a sudden, boom, Thanksgiving's here. Yes. Like, it's just, I don't know. I wake up to like Thanksgiving in three weeks. What? Yeah. Three That's weeks. crazy. And then a new year starts Cause once you get to that, you know, new year's is here and it's like, my God, where does the time go? Right. It is. It's nuts. But where no. have
2: you gone? Joe DiMaggio. Our
1: nation's turned its lonely eyes to you. Uh,
2: one more thing about this uh, this new Twitter that's coming, Jerry. This yeah. Elon Musk Twitter. I, uh, I have an article here because uh, Elon Musk was tweeting about the the pricing and things.
1: Yeah, so it's still twenty bucks. Is that still what we're doing?
2: No, so it's going to be eight dollars a month. This still is what spending it. This is what he tweeted, and here's what you get for your eight dollars a month, Jerry. Uh, eight dollars will get you verified on Twitter. Uh, but do, 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 you will also get priority in replies. So like if you reply to somebody, they'll see you, they'll see the verified replies Got first. It. Yep. Uh, so you get priority in replies, mentions, and search. So if somebody's searching for something on Twitter and you've written about it, uh, you will be listed first before the unverified people. All right. He says, which is essential to beating, uh, spam. Right. Uh, you'll get an ability to post longer video and audio. That's interesting. Okay, half as many ads. Okay, and they're trying to work with publishers that have paywalls to allow uh, verified Twitter people to be able to read articles without going through the paywall. So, like the Athletic, yeah, something like that. But That's like, do we not even bad. have like NJ. dot com? You can't. I
1: know. Yeah, I, the one thing I would like to see or know is that. What you post is being seen. Yes. No mention of that, huh? No, but it sounds like
2: they're giving priority to the blue check mark. Yeah, people, and yes. anyone could get the blue check mark.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I think I will watch
2: to see how it goes before I do anything like that.
1: Yeah, I would have to think about it to be yeah. quite honest, because the one thing with you know like the calendar sales and the hoodies and all that stuff, like when you post it, you really do wonder like who's seeing it. Yeah. Because there are some days when I post something and I don't do you clearly I don't do it every day. I don't post the stuff every day. But uh, maybe twice a week I do it. There are some times I post it and I get the traffic on the website or the emails is almost instantaneous and it's ridiculous. And there are other times where I'll post something at this pretty much the same time of day yeah. on a similar weekday, and it's crickets as if you sit there and say like, did anyone see this? Not that not that you're expecting someone to just go buy it. But just to click the link to see, and you see there is no click-throughs at all. And other times, the click-through rate is ridiculous.
2: Well, do you ever go look at your Twitter analytics per tweet? I don't. So uh, on each of your tweets, there's those like, uh, looks like a bar graph in the bottom right-hand corner, right where there would be like the retweet button, the like button. There's, on your own tweets, Okay, you could click a button, it'll show you how many people saw it.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
2: And it's interesting because... Like I have I think right now eighty thousand Twitter followers, which are probably half robots right there are some da- There are some days when I put things out, it's got eight thousand people saw it. Eight thousand really? out of eighty thousand suppose How about that Other times, forty thousand see it. Wow, but I would say for the most part, most of the time, I'm only getting
1: eighteen thousand out of eighty thousand huh yeah it, it's a very interesting concept, yes. Mate, you know I'll look into it. I don't know that I'm going to pay the eight bucks, but you know what? I don't know that I won't.
2: Right. We also don't know yet how this would be benefit us
1: in our jobs. Right. Correct. Or be a disadvantage if we're not. Right. What we don't see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go.
2: More to be flushed out, but yeah, eight bucks a month, not twenty.
1: Yep. All right, well, that's much better. All
2: right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. All right, I'll be back tomorrow. We'll see you live and in person tomorrow at the, yes, on sir. a Thursday, Jerry. Yes, oh, sir. Oh, we've got NFL football. Oh, Eagles. Oh, Philadelphia Phillies. Oh. Big day. Big day. Big day in Philadelphia tomorrow, Jerry. You take it easy over there. Right on. And don't do diarrhea on your rugs. Mm-hmm. So.